This right here is why we use the logo of a black hole at Eurodollar University. Because it's not what you see that matters. In fact, most of the time what you see doesn't matter at all. It's what you can't see that does. Now, a black hole, we can't observe them directly because light doesn't escape their gravitational grasp. It's the same in the monetary system because of a variety of reasons. But for whatever the cases may be, and we go over them a lot here at Eurotelli University, money has essentially gone missing from the mainstream conception, which means that we can't observe the actual monetary system that is operating right now as we speak. And because we can't observe it, like a black hole, we're stuck trying to detect it by how it makes everything else move around it. If you see stars swirling in a sky in a very strange pattern, or strange but predictable pattern, you know there's probably a very massive, gravity, uh, very massive, a very massive object in the area distorting the gravitational of, of the gravitational space-time continuum, whatever it happens to be. The same thing when we observe markets. We know that when markets behave a certain way, regardless of what the Fed says, because the Fed is usually wrong about these things, there's probably something going on. There's very likely something going on that we can't directly observe in the Eurodollar system. This black hole that sits at the center of the monetary, financial, and economic universe. Not the Fed, the Eurodollar black hole. In fact, the Federal Reserve has been lying to you about this for 40-some-odd, 50-some-odd years. Not only that, in recent times, to make matters worse, remember back in May of 2020, just a couple months after that global monetary crisis number two, Jay Powell went on 60 Minutes and he lied his ass off saying that he flooded the world with digital dollars. No, sir. Never happened. He wanted people to believe that because he thought it was in his as well as our best interest. Uh, deflationary matters of the March of 2020, he thought that if everybody went back to sleep and said, hey, the feds flooded the world with digital dollars, things would get back, back to being normal again when in fact he knew the monetary system is very, very different. Now what's causing all of this mess, what's causing all of this, it's balance sheet constraint. It's the way the euro dollar system actually works. And even if we can't directly observe it, thanks to policymakers who've turned a blind eye, we do have some ways of at least understanding what must be going on in that system. And we're gonna take a look at a couple of those today, including an official release, study, program, review, whatever the case might be by the BIS, which caused a little bit of a stir yesterday with these huge headlines about 80 trillion in missing derivatives or 80 trillion in dollars that are out there that nobody accounts for. Well, no, the official sector doesn't account for the 80 trillion. We do, especially here at Eurodollar University. We'll get into that next. But first, I'm Jeff. This is, again, Eurodollar University, the black hole of the monetary system, or at least the, the, the attempt to understand the black hole of the monetary system, which you can do by becoming a Eurodollar University member, where we have exclusive videos. We go into all the ways in which we can understand how the, the gravitational forces of the Eurodollar black hole behave and what they do to all of the things in the financial and monetary and economic spheres. Uh, we also have research subscriptions, 
daily briefing is that's bundled with Markets Insider Pro, Stephen Van Meter, uh, his Momentum Timer, and Tracy Schuchart's Energy Materials Weekly, as well as our own deep dive analysis, which we really get into the debate, the the heavy details behind all of these massive monetary objects that are beyond the observable grasp of the official realm. Not us, the officials. So all of that, eurodollar.university is the website. Check out the information there. So the BIS quarterly review, I think it was published yesterday, um, included a study from some of the usual researchers who actually do take an interest in the way the monetary system works. And of course, this led to uh, breathless headlines in certain financial press, of, again, about 80 trillion in missing derivatives. And again, going back to the 1970s, the money isn't missing. It's only missing from the conventional and mainstream understanding of how the monetary system works. The monetary system, again, the black hole, evolved and developed in a different way then you've been told and taught in school. It's been it's, the way the mainstream talks about it. It's this is it's as if the Federal Reserve prints all the money. There's some fractional reserve lending in the banking system. It's all like it was in the 19th century all over again. That's that hasn't been the case in a very very long time. When the euro dollar came about in the 1950s, there was already the ingredients available for the banking system to begin experimenting qualitatively, leading to massive quantitative expansion. That's where the great inflation came from, and as well as the so-called great moderation, which wasn't so moderate, particularly towards its end. And as we led up into the the middle 2000s, uh, the housing bubble and all that, we started to get more and more and more of a flavor of derivatives. Offshore in particular, currency swaps, foreign exchange swaps, basis swaps, all sorts of complicated financial transactions who take their roots all the way back to the earliest euro dollar days. Since 2008 was not really about subprime mortgages. It was a dollar shortage. And since it was not a one-off affair, it was a permanent change in the character of the monetary system Banks that operate the monetary system, they are really the black hole. They are what's in the black hole, this global banking system that exchanges uh, assets and liabilities all over the world in U.S. dollar denominations. Because 2008 was not a one-off affair, banks have been balance sheet constrained, not by regulations, but by modeling, by behavior, by the way banks operate, which, again, Shameless plug here, we've gone over this numerous times at Eurodollar University in the membership section. Either way, um, getting back to what the BIS was talking about in their quarterly review, FX swaps. FX swaps are an almost ideal alternative to the pre-crisis way of doing a lot of funding. Um, For example, instead of engaging in a repo transaction, which has to be accounted for on a dealer balance sheet as a repo transaction, you could engage in a currency swap, um, which essentially, or a forex swap, which essentially becomes a synthetic repo where the collateral is a little bit different, but it mimics all the characteristics of repo, except from the perspective of the dealer who's lending dollars in the swap, it doesn't really go on the balance sheet. 
Um, again, this is something we diagrammed in a recent video, a recent member video going back just a couple months. We talked about how currency swaps in particular are a huge, enormous part of the euro dollar matrix, the fabric of the euro dollar system as it all intertwines together. And understanding currency swaps is paramount to understanding the condition of the euro dollar system. Even though we don't have the information we can directly where we can directly observe what's going on there, we do need to understand the basics of it, and therefore we can kind of we we can reasonably piece together, uh, reverse engineer what must be happening in the dollar system, and this is kind of what the this is really what the researchers at the BIS were talking about. We'll, we'll talk about a couple quotes here. Um, this is from just yesterday, December fifth, BIS quarterly review. Much of this debt is very short term and the resulting rollover makes needs make for dollar funding squeezes. Policy responses to such squeezes include central bank swap lines that are set in a fog with little information about the geographic distribution of the missing debt. It's not missing. It's only missing because authorities have dropped the ball. They have been derelict in their duties for decades. The money is only missing from the mainstream perception. It's out there all the time and has been for decades doing things. The modern world that we live in was created by this missing money. The fact that banks have been engaging in derivative transactions, it only highlights how inept and incompetent policymakers and economists have been by not studying what banks have been doing, how the monetary system actually works. And here's the other thing. Here's what, remember what they just said here. I just, I just I said, um, the resulting rollover needs make for dollar funding squeezes, despite the fact that we have had trillions upon trillions of bank reserves. Bank reserves. That's the stuff that Jay Powell said he flooded the world with digital dollars. However, as we've seen repeatedly, particularly along this FX axis of euro dollar black hole effect, it doesn't matter how many bank reserves are in the system. As I said, central bank policy, you know, these overseas dollar swaps don't work the way people think they are. The mainstream, the, the, the way that uh, central bankers and policymakers present their policies is, as Jay Powell said, they flood the world with dollars, everything is hunky-dory. But at the very least, what the BIS is saying is, no, it's much, much more complicated than that. And despite the level of bank reserves, we can see these occasional dollar funding squeezes. In fact, they get really serious. There's another quote. FX swap markets are vulnerable to funding squeezes. This was evident during the great financial crisis, no, great monetary crisis. And again, in March, 2020, when the COVID pandemic wrought havoc. Yeah, okay. For all the differences between 2008 and 2020, swaps emerged in both episodes as flashpoints, with dollar borrowers forced to pay high rates if they could borrow at all. The level of bank reserves did not matter. It does not matter. The hidden monetary system that you don't see is what does. And here we have an official source belatedly admitting, guess what? This hidden money, which really isn't hidden, it's only hidden from us because we've blinded ourselves for so long, it actually makes a huge difference. 
Forget bank reserves. Dollar funding squeezes happen. It's not just March of 2020, nor the great monetary crisis 2008-2009 either. We've seen these repeatedly, and we've been able to observe them in swaps, in market prices, in collateral, because collateral is a big part. If you're doing synthetic repo, collateral's in there, and it's, it's in there in a way that sometimes is counterintuitive. It all fits together when you start understanding it's not what you see on the Fed's balance sheet that matters. It's what you don't see in the monetary system that's out there doing stuff anyway, whether you whether you consider it or not. This is how money works in, in the modern age. What makes this so incredibly frustrating, criminal even, is that we've been we've been told about this from the very beginning. Some researchers, some scholarship that was available before the whole Volcker crap came along, they took a look at this monetary system that developed, including how it was developing these derivatives, currency swaps and whatnot, and why banks and dealers were so intent on using them, even in those early days. Yet, because of Volcker, because of this monetary, this qualitative monetary expansion, policymakers simply said, we can't keep track of all this stuff, so we're not going to bother. And hopefully, hopefully someday it won't come back to bite us. Well, it did. And here's the thing. 2008 was 14, almost 15 years ago. The crisis that far. And we're just now hearing about Currency derivatives, as the BIS said, for all the differences between 2008 and 2020, swaps emerged in both episodes as flashpoints. So why haven't we heard about this before? Why haven't we heard from policymakers, oh, it wasn't subprime mortgages. It was actually something more complicated, something a lot different than we've been telling you all along. That's, that question sort of answers itself. As I've said repeatedly over the years, Jay Powell or any of his successors, like his predecessors, is never going to get on TV, never going to go on to Twitter and say, by the way, everything that we've been telling you about monetary policies and money has been inaccurate. In fact, we've been lying to you all this time. He's never going to say that. They're going to hope for they're going to hope this drib and drab of additional progress progress in scholarship. Simply nobody notices, oh, by the way, this is how the monetary system works. But going back to 1981, this is February 1980. This is why this really, really gets me going because February 1981, a couple of researchers by the name of Gunter Dufy, I hope I pronounced that right because it was a wonderful paper, and Ian Giddy, February 1981. The remarkable feature of this use of forward contracts in the euro currency market, for example, is that it enables banks to offer deposits or loans in any currency for which there is a forward exchange market, even if no external money market exists in that country. Think or in that currency. Think about what they're saying here. This talking about what we now know as forex and currency derivatives. It means that any 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 market out there, any currency out there, any country out there can connect through this euro currency system, really euro dollar system, and do trade and do financial flows, connect to a global network. The, the real, the real desire, the real roles of a reserve, global reserve currency. 
The result is that the euro dollar is the only full-fledged external money in existence. Other currencies are often simply euro dollars linked to foreign exchange contracts or nowadays forex contracts or currency swaps or even basis swaps or any of the number of complicated financial derivatives that, that the banks have come up with over the years. That is the monetary system, not bank reserve, not the Federal Reserve. This stuff that you can't see otherwise, that we should be able to see, but even the accounting systems don't account for this money correctly. Again, going back to what they said here, much of this debt is missing. And it's missing because number one, officials don't know what they're doing and have decided for decades that they're not gonna monitor and regulate the, the monetary system as it actually is. And number two, banks had taken advantage of the way things are accounted. And this is, again, something we did. We, we went through the accounting, went through the diagram and I remember videos recently, uh, including the one on FX swaps, where you see why the accounting doesn't account for it correctly as well as why there's so much of an incentive in a balance sheet constrained environment to do these synthetic type of repos through currency swaps. Essentially, everything that we've been told about the monetary system is inaccurate. And here we have the BIS kind of saying, well, yeah, the, there's all of this missing debt that isn't really missing that in derivative contracts doesn't get accounted for except in these footnotes which is why years and years ago, I called these footnote dollars because they are essentially foot. You don't see them unless you read through and nobody does this except for me. Uh, nobody reads through the hundreds of pages of bank footnotes in their account in their, in their uh, reporting statements, the balance sheet in particular. That's where all the interesting money actually ha is and has been for many, many, many years. And this is not the only only academic work where we see that they're starting to recognize the fact that the system is much more complicated, including how dollar swaps and even the discount window, all those things are supposed to work. I talked about this in a recent video on YouTube too. Um, going back to the BIS, what they said was to restore market, market functioning, central bank swap lines funnel dollars to non-US banks offshore, which on lent to those scrambling for dollars. See, that too, is that's not how it's presented in mainstream interpretation. The overseas dollar swaps are said to be like the discount or anything else. The Fed floods the world with dollars with these huge dollar swaps, but that's not what happens. The Fed has, as we talked about with Switzerland, these overseas dollar swaps, good banks, quote unquote, good dealers go to these banks seeking to arbitrage essentially a spread or on lend those dollars to the rest of the system that has been starved of those dollars. And the rest of the system has been starved of those dollars because as what the BIS said, dollar borrowers are forced to pay higher rates if they can borrow at all because of the dollar short that is created by all these FX swaps that are actually usable and uh, treated as if currency had been legit, had physical currency had been exchanged. That's really the overriding point here. There's a couple of them, but the biggest point is that dollar funding problems can continue to happen regardless of the level of bank reserve, regardless of the Fed's QEs, regardless of the overseas dollar swap. 
pretty much everything that the Federal Reserve has done, pretty much everything that the, you've been told the Federal Reserve has done to great effect, no, all of it is a lie. The monetary system is far more complicated and it is far more susceptible to these types of dollar funding problems because of the way it actually works. Unfortunately, we don't really have the time to go over it here today. One last plug for Eurodollar University's members. We're doing it there. In fact, I've gotten quite a bit into the Eurodollar system, including, as I said several months ago, how these currency swaps and forwards and everything else fit into it. So if you take nothing away from this, take the monetary system is far, far more complicated. The money isn't missing. It's only missing because you haven't been told how the monetary system actually works. I'm Jeff. This is Eurodollar University. As always, thank you for watching. Huge thank you to all of the Eurodollar University members who are well-versed in these sort of monetary mechanics by now and are going to continue to be well-versed in the way the monetary system. The money isn't missing for Eurodollar University members nor Eurodollar University research subscribers. As always, until next time, take care.